Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're going to make our way too early bold prediction slash our MVP award, all the awards for the NFL picks. We'll give them out now. Go down, like, and subscribe. Go down, drop your MVP of the year, your comeback player of the year, offensive player of the year, rookies of the year, defense and offense, coach of the year, all that. But let's get into it. I'm Paul Pickham, Wyndham Concha, and I'm joined with. You already know it's your boy, Kev. Look at the hands. Water boy, Savoy. I got that the um, NFL top 100 plays the last year going. And Justin Jefferson catch gets me every time. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder I wonder where he's going to rank in my MVP picks this year. But this is your way too early awards, Paul. And there's one thing I don't like giving out. It's awards. And there's one thing I love doing is being late. So, Paul, why the hell are we doing this right now? Because we got to be able to make sure we know this is just our, our regular. We do this every year so far. We just got to talk how we feel going into it and kind of make our picks because everyone knows already how our divisions, how we feel about divisions, how we feel about particular teams. But this way we can at least highlight certain players we expect to be above the rest. I respect it. All right. And then I guess we get the show on the road. We'll kind of give out the odds and everything as we're going. So if you're a betting man like me, you'll at least know the odds on everything. Let's get into the cream of the crop, the best player of the year. Who is going to be the MVP this year? Last year it was Patrick Mahomes, his second career MVP, going along with his Super Bowl win and Super Bowl MVP as well. Not a bad year for Mahomes. But who do you think is going to win this MVP this year? Patrick Mahomes is the favorite, um, plus 600. It is rare, but we did see Aaron Rodgers in recent years go back-to-back on the ass. So it isn't out of the realm of possibility. I'm going to give it to you, Kev, and start us off how you looking in this season. See, here's the thing. When you say back-to-back, one thing I do like about the Pac McAfee show is they got their little catchphrases and shit. And whenever they say back-to-back, they be like, oh, we're going back-to-back. <laughs> Back to back on some Drake shit. You feel me? So if you're going to say back to back, you got to say it like that. So I'm going to be voting back to back. That Joe Burrow wins the MVP. I voted for Joe Burrow last year to win the MVP. I looked crazy the first five games of the season, but he ended up finishing second in MVP voting. I think this is the year Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, that 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 up and coming offensive line, Zach Taylor at coach. I think this is the year that everything gels. I think everything makes sense this year, and Joe Burrow puts on a fucking performance of deck of the performance of the century this year, and just do it confidently with the most moxie. And then, so I got no choice but to go back to back and vote for my, my dog Joe Burrow one more time. All right, I like that. I like that. He hasn't won one yet, so he kind of is. I mean, he's one of the top-tier players, so he is due. I do like Mahomes. is not as the favorite. Josh Allen, y'all know how I feel about the Bills this year. I don't think they're – I think they're third in the division. Kind There's two players that kind of stand out to me. One of them is Trevor Lawrence at plus 1,600. He tied with Aaron Rodgers. Only reason is because Calvin Ridley is back. And Calvin really is a legit wide receiver. One, Doug Peterson's second year. You always look for that second-year leap in players. 
but with this case is a second year leap with the uh, the scheme of him like i like i don't treat his rookie year as his rookie year urban meyer is a bad coach so this be his like legit this, he, i think trevor lawrence has legit possibility to have a second year leap under doug peterson now with calvin ridley still got zay jones christian kirk travis Etienne's gonna ball and they, they they're still the same team and they're a very weak division so I could see him and uh, I could see him having like a 30 touchdown on the air and then having like a good six or eight on the ground because he does use his legs a little bit more than people give him credit for. So that one kind of interests me, but I'm going to, I'm going to get a little, I'm going to get a little chalky, not chalky, but also tied to 1600 in person that I, if you're going back to back, I guess I should go back to back. It's going to be Lamar Jackson, another plus 1600. I know he got paid. He looked – I mean, last year he was having 150-yard rushing games with 300 passing yards. He was looking great up until the injury. Got a new offensive coordinator where they're going to be airing the shit out a lot more. Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers looks like a dog in all the preseason training camp hype. Mark Andrews is going to be healthy. As long as Lamar Jackson stays healthy and his team wins games and he's electric, I think he's the least deserves – like he's all the way down to like sixth or seventh pick. On like he's tied for sixth or seventh on the odds. I, I like Lamar Jackson as long as he stays healthy. I think that'll be my pick for this year. Plus sixteen hundred on that. And Kev, your pick was plus seven hundred for anyone out there betting Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty. He's like second in um he's like second in the um things. But I like that Lamar Jackson pick. I thought that was a really really good pick. Well, you forgot. I don't, you didn't bring up Rashad Bateman, but if Rashad Bateman can stay healthy and be a threat in this offense, that can help J.K. Dobbins is. Always, J.K. Dobbins is going to look like a real rushing threat, so they're still going to have their three-headed back move. So, yeah, that's a really, really good pick. And it also kind of goes with, I think, they're going to win that division. So, like, if you're kind of knocked off the Joe Burrow, like, if you're winning, like, 12 games, like, to win that division, you got to have, like, 11 to 12 wins. So, if you have right. 11 to 12 wins, you're battling for number one in the AFC, and it's kind of like, if they end up number one in the AFC, Lamar Jackson looks great. It's kind of like they might not want to give Joe. Uh, they might not want to give it to Joe Burrow, who might have better stats, even just because he's second in the division. And they might not want to give it to Mahomes because he just won one last year and already got two. Yeah, it's all it all comes down to voting at the end of the day. So there's a group of motherfuckers populated contest. But I did like that you brought up Trevor Lawrence, and I like that you didn't pick Trevor Lawrence. And a lot of motherfuckers got Trevor Lawrence in a list, and they list for MVP. And I'm like, he definitely does have a good coach. Definitely does have an ex- an exciting um a lethal offense with a lot of weapons, and I expect him to make less mistakes. But I don't know if he's gonna make that immediate leap to best to most valuable player in the entire NFL yet. Like, let him continue to grow and continue to build himself, and he looks like he believes in himself, and that's that's something you want more than anything. All right, so that's usually the quarterback award. Let's get into the offensive player of the year. I'll kick things off here, and this is going to be my chalkiest pick. I got Justin Jefferson, plus 1,400 odds. He's second in the odds. He's right behind. Jamar Chase is the, the favorite to win it at 1,100. I got Justin Jefferson second at plus 14. I just think he will he could knock on that 2,000-yard year, and it's going to be hard to give us a, a wide receiver, running back, all the other skill positions, MVP, and I think this will go to who has the best year at the skill positions where yeah jamar chase could do it yeah christian mccaffrey could do it hell tyree kill nick chubb and how high i'm on nick chubb this year like all of them could do it i think justin jefferson should be the favorite and he's not the favorite 
So I'm going to bet on him just because he's not the favorite here. And I think he, he, he as long as barring injury, he's going to have a very good season. Well, that's great. I really was expecting you to go Tyreek Hill. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, that's a crazy throw. But um, I really expect you to go Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill looks like – like Tyreek Hill said that last year he felt like he was having to make plays. And if you watch them, them play, like, that's exactly what he was doing. And that was a game. There was a point where he picked up a fumble and ran that bitch all the way around and took and took that bitch to the um took that bitch to the end zone. So like I do feel like Tyreek Hill with another year in this offense, a healthy tour, that he can do better in this um that he can do better in this um do better and really and, re- and he said he's going for two thousand. But you already know I got my dog Jay Jettas. I was telling you last year Jay Jettas was the best in the league. Want to know how? Want to know how I wasn't wrong? Motherfucking one offensive player of the year. Once I saw what he did to the Packers first game, I was like, oh, this is going to be a long season for motherfuckers. So I think this is the year. This is Kirk Cousins' first year having to um, play the same play caller two years in a row. So I think that's going to make a difference. They look more comfortable in offense. They're on, they look like they're building onto something different, something new. So Jay Jettas is the no brainer in this for this one right here. And I was my number one draft pick. You feel me? I had the second pick in the draft, and I was praying the nigga with the first pick didn't pick um Justin Jefferson. Guess who he picked, Paul? DMC. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I even said in the chat, I was like, Travis Kelsey was the first pick is wild. Like you got can, a lot of options. <laughs> I can one up you. Kyle was a uh, uh I, you know all the shit Kyle was talking while I was at his house. Who who did he call before his big draft? This guy. And I get that. I tell him he has like the fourth pick. Oh no, yeah, no, he has like the fifth pick. And he's like, who should I get? Who should I get? And I was telling him if either like Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, or if Jamar Chase, Eckler, or CMC falls to that spot, take him. Justin Jefferson fell to the fifth spot. And I was like, what? I said, pull the trigger immediately. Like, that I don't give a fuck what you're thinking. That's the, the media. Like, I, I just couldn't believe he fell to the fifth spot. So, like, you got him in the second spot's wild. But with him to go all these to five, to me, was just nuts. I was just like, wow, bro. Who the fuck is, who are you drafting with? Send me the link next year, please. Oh, my God. Five? What? I want to shit my pants. But with the Tyreek, Tyreek was interesting to me. I, he's already down there at plus 2,000. He's the fifth in the odds. I, I love Tyreek Hill. I just think Jalen Waddles also can get a lot of work. He had like 1,350 yards last year. I think he'll go near that again. I think he'll actually go over. And I think it'll be a very great offense with two healthy all year. But I just think wide receiver two for the Vikings is rookie Jordan, Jordan Addison or maybe K.J. Hamlin, which I think Waddle clears. Osborne. Or KJ Osborne, yeah, but Waddle clears both, in my opinion. So like, yeah, there's a little bit less mouse to feed over there at the Vikings. That's why I'm going a little chalky with the Justin Jefferson. I guess what this will be the first one we're actually agree on. So that that should tell people how confident, how good we feel about that pick. Like we actually hopefully, agree. Hopefully, it's the only one. Let's get into the defensive player of the year here. Bosa, Nick Bosa, was the winner last year. He is all the way down at fourth in the odds. Right now, Mika Parsons is the favorite. Then Miles Garrett second, TJ Watt third, then Nick Bosa fourth, Aaron Donald fifth with um on with um Sauce Gardner tied with him. Personally, when it comes to defensive player of the year, it's really hard for a corner to do it. You gotta have for a corner to do it, like you you really have to have like double digit interceptions. You have to be like 
Darrell Rivas type lockdown where no one gets any yards, where I'm not saying Sauce couldn't do it or other corners couldn't do it. It's just a lot easier for someone to get like, and it sounds crazy to say it's easier, but it's easier for a, a defensive end to go get 20 sacks and for them to win it. Like 20 sacks is still a crazy number, but it's uh, 20 sacks is insane. 18. Yeah. But it's still a lot more. It's it's still in in my opinion in the round across uh, possibility. Like Sauce Garner is he's fifth tied with Aaron Donald, and then you don't see another corner for like a good fifteen picks, uh, fifteen steps just because it should show you how great Sauce is. But I think people are a little overhyping him. Who do you have running uh, defense? I think to speak on that Sauce Gardner um option, uh, an I am athlete Brandon Marshall is calling Sauce Gardner to be the first player to win defensive rookie of the year and then go on to win defensive player of the year next year. Michael Parsons almost did it last year. He was close, but Nick Bosa was a problem. So I do think that people just need to go let that boy play, and he's going to show why he is Sauce Gardner. And if he is, and if he does live up to the hype that everybody's giving up to him, I think he will be, like, undoubtedly considered the best corner in the league. And he has that. He has that um possibility. He has that ceiling. Like he can go. He can do whatever he wants. He's that good, and he has that. His technique is that nice. But we'll see what happens with Sauce. I'm not, not taking Sauce at number one. I'm taking the big boy in the black and yellow. My boy T.J. Watt. I wanted to take Michael Parsons, but I feel like this is the year where motherfuckers is like, all right, this nigga is too fast. He's literally. He's. I think he's um. He's primarily blitzing the quarterback now. So, like, I think this is the year where he's going to do a lot of great stuff, but the double teams are coming. Because, like, and even if the double teams are coming, you still got big dog on. Um, I always forget his name. Demarcus Lawrence. He, Demarcus Lawrence. You still got him. So, it's not like you could just act like there's nobody else to worry about. So, I wouldn't be shocked if Michael Parsons won it. But TJ Watt went healthy last year. was the driving force for the Steelers, which is crazy. A dude on defense. And I mean, T, I mean, just at the odds, like TJ Watt had like twenty. He he's he's tied the record for most sacks in the year, like twenty two and a half, when he was healthy for a full season. That's the year he won it two years ago. And like, no disrespect to Mika Parsons, I think he should be the favorite, especially off the year he had last year. He, and he's only he's he's in his prime. But Miles Garrett being above TJ Watt, like this is similar to my Justin Jefferson take with Jamar Chase, like. Jamar Chase is a dog, don't get me wrong, but there should be no reason he's put in front of Justin Jefferson all on the odds. Like, Miles Garrett is a dog, don't get me wrong. The boy's a freak athlete, but there's nothing he's shown in his career so far that, in my opinion, should show that he's above T.J. Watt. So, in my opinion, you got great value at him on third, plus 800 odds on T.J. Watt. As long as he's healthy, that's always the thing with him. As long as he plays the full season, he's he's going to be top three finalists no matter what. And, like, bro, people are quadruple teaming Aaron Donald every week. So, like. And they got rid of Leonard Floyd. So, there's no reason to even worry about anybody else on that defensive line. Like, and the fact that Aaron Donald's still going to get through is what's crazy to me. I just don't think he's going to win defensive player of the year. I have, oh, I have. So, I love the T.J. Watt. I probably have a bet with T.J. Watt just because I, I do think this. I have a, one of my bets. Steelers have the least number of points this season on defense. And it's primarily because of TJ Watt. But I'm going to go 17, all the way down to 17th at plus 5,000 odds. Jalen Phillips 
of the Miami Dolphins, third-year defensive end. If you look at the numbers, he had a top-five number or top-10, at least top-10, almost maybe probably top-five number when it came to pressuring the quarterback, QB pressures. He just didn't get the sacks. He was right there. He was always a split second away from getting the sack. And usually if that and he only ended the year with a very low sack number. Now he has big Fangio, still a lot of the same defense. We'll probably have Christian Wilkins, who's on a holdout right now, but he's still with the team. We're working with him. I just think with the Fig Fangio defensive coordinator thing, I think Jalen Phillips turns those pressures into sacks this year. And he, he was top five last year. We saw with Max Crosby two years ago, he was top five in pressures. He didn't get the sacks. Last year, he got the sacks. I love Jalen Phillips already at plus 5,000 odds. You got to scroll down. He's 17th in the odds. Oh, right. I'm going, wow. going kind of big. And it's just the belief in Miami's defense is going to gonna get home. We've always, and then I, I, I love it. And you got to scroll for him. Like, at plus 5,000 odds, if it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit. I'm not mad. But I think this is the year where our defense is going to go from shitting to bed to actually looking very elite again. I respect it. I'm not going to lie. I just seen this Randy Moss highlight, and I just always remember that. Like, yo, bro. <laughs> That's the greatest motherfucker I've ever seen do it. And I saw Calvin Johnson. Oh, no, he is a dog. Uh, let's see. Oh, then our next pick, Coach of the Year, Kev. Who do you have winning Coach of the Year? This is always a tough question for me, so I'm gonna let you go first. So, oh, no, I know Coach of the Year. When it comes to Coach of the Year, a couple criteria: you can't have an elite quarterback or a super elite team where you're gonna be penalized by the media. Like Andy Reid is not gonna win it. Bill Belichick has never won Coach of the Year. It's because he had Tom Brady and, and like he was winning Super Bowls. He didn't care about Coach of the Year. Huh? That's actually crazy. I didn't know that. Even when they went undefeated. Yeah, he never. He's not. He has no Coach of the Years under his belt. Wow. wow. So you kind of got to look for somebody who kind of fits in between that mold. Maybe a team that is kind of written off right now, but if this coach can get them to a winning season, they're gonna get it. And for me, that's gonna be. Gotta scroll down a little bit. Some people like the Doug Petersons. I was gonna say, don't you dare steal mine, Paul. Oh no, I'm not gonna steal you. Hopefully, I don't steal yours. Damn, we gotta scroll down a pretty good amount. Oh, this nigga Paul gonna choose Mike Tomlin. No, nah, no, nah, not Mike Tomlin. Mike <laughs> Vrabel. Mike Vrabel at plus three thousand odds. He's like the twenty uh-huh. coach on the list. He's all the way down there. And my one big take with the time, I think the time, like I think the times are going to compete to win division this year on a year that no one has them doing anything. And yeah, Justin Jeffrey Simmons is going to be healthy finally, uh, for a full year finally after being injured last year. But people are not respecting the D Hop signing, in my opinion. Whenever the Titans looked good two years ago, it was they had Derrick Henry running the ball. And then they had A.J. Brown as the, the, the wide receiver threat. And I think D-Hop has one more good year in him to get the tie-ins with Tannehill. This is all the same offense. So, like, Tannehill's going to be running the same shit. And instead of having Traylon Burks as wide receiver one, it's going to be D-Hop with Derrick Henry loading. They're going to have to load the box again. And I think this is going to be very reminiscent of, like, the tie-ins of two years ago when they're getting, like, 10, 11 wins on the season. 
I didn't know. The man, the myth, the legend himself. I met that boy at the Tennessee All Sports Hall of Fame this summer. Good guy. He asked me about my college and everything. Great guy. But not my pick for Coach of the Year. So I'll, I I didn't put the science and the math together like you did, Paul. I think that was an excellent breakdown of um what makes how to win the Coach of the Year and what makes a Coach of the Year. Because it's not usually it's not just because you're the best coach. You're the best coach on the best team. It's There's a lot more that goes into it. So last year, Brian Dayball won it. So I thought, I can't pick, like, some some floozy. Like, I can't just pick some dude that's nice. You feel me? So I came down to two people. I always forget which McDaniels, but the McDaniels from the Dolphins. Mike McDaniels. And I really thought that was going to be your pick because I think he got figured out last year. And I think he also knows he got figured out last year. But I also think he was limited because a lot of stuff that he could do with the you, – who do you have? Skylar Thompson in the playoffs? And then uh, Skylar Thompson in the playoffs, and then we had old lefty Teddy Bridgewater. But then he would – I swear every game he would start, he would get hurt somewhere in the game, and then Skylar would come in. Nah, dead eyes. So, so pretty much you didn't have, like, a full ensemble last year. So I really, really wanted to give it to Mike McDaniel. But I'm going to tell you why I'm about to give it to this next guy, right? So, fun fact. You know, Doug Peterson won – fun fact, right? So, Doug Peterson won the championship with the Eagles, correct. With Nick Foles at quarterback, correct. Fun fact. Doug Peterson used to play for the Eagles. And you remember that year when they put Jalen Hurts on the bench? just so the um, Cowboys couldn't make it into the playoffs? Or was it the Cowboys or the Giants? One of them couldn't make it into the playoffs? Yeah. That's how deep that rivalry goes when it comes to them boys. That even the, They say that Doug Peterson did that on purpose because he hates them boys. And it was crazy that was the year he got fired and shit like that. So that's how deep Doug Peterson's um, blood runs with the Eagles. And the Eagles dropped that nigga. Don't get me wrong. It was a good idea that Nick Sirianni got them boys and Jay turn Jalen Hurts into a monster and the boys going to Super Bowls. But Doug Peterson is that dude. You can't forget that he led that team to to the motherfucking Super Bowl when they was on top with Carson Wentz going crazy. Carson Wentz gets hurt. They say, fuck it, Nick Foles, you're all we need, and they take it in this bitch. I think Doug Peterson is going to give a turnaround to the, to, the, um, to the Jaguars, and they're not in a turnaround where they're going to win a bunch more games because they did make the playoffs last year. But they're not going to start off as bad as they did. He's bringing like identity. First, yeah, that first half of the season was terrible. Like this, I feel like things are going to be put together. People are going to be treading up, and I think they get the running game back together this year. So I think the Jaguars. I'm very high on the Jaguars, not because I just want to keep going to Jaguars watch parties and stuff like that, but I'm pretty high on the Jaguars. So I'm taking Doug Peterson as my coach of the year. And that story literally – and that story is the reason why. Because at first I was going to take Mike McDaniels. And then I heard that story, and I was like, Doug Peterson is a cold-blooded motherfucker. <laughs> so the ball won it last year, but my pick at the end of the year was Doug Peterson. Because how do you go from an Urban Meyer-led team that wins like three or four games to making the playoffs and winning a game in the playoffs? And this guy – and I know the ball did the same thing, but it's just – I just like Doug P. So that's not a bad pick. I love the Mike McDaniel pick, and both of them are tied. Actually, it's tenth. They're both it's tenth and eleventh. They're tied at two plus two thousand odds. So really, you you got you're in the same boat for both of them. Like you, 
you have a you have a, a type. Okay, okay, okay. I see. I'm betting I didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, and then I have a uh, I just counted it. Uh, Frable's nineteenth. He's like they got people like Frank Reich and Demarco. Uh, right. Dennis yeah. Allen, uh, Demarco Ryan's. Dennis, uh, a lot of people. Brandon Staley. Uh, they, they have these people above Frable. That's all I'm saying. That's why I like the Frable pick. I meant to bring that up. A lot of people got D'Amico Ryan's in their list. They're saying C.J. Stroud is about to him <laughs> with no with no real wide receiver one is about to go him and him and in this motherfucker. Robert Woods. Robert Woods a wide receiver one. Oh, I thought they had um. Who's the other person? Nico Collins. Yeah, I thought he was that wide receiver one for a second. Nah, and they got Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys, the tight end. Okay. But they're saying CJ Stroud is him. I don't think so. I'm gonna be staying here whenever at the end of the year, but I'm I, I usually ain't too I don't I don't miss too bad on QBs. We'll see. Let's see. And then let's get into our rookies. After the coaches, let's get into our rookies. Offensive rookie of the year. Bijan is the favorite, plus 300. Bryce Young, plus 400. Anthony Richardson, plus 800. Jamar Gibbs, C.J. Stroud. And then you get the wide receivers, Jordan, Addison, Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith, Njoku, and Quinton Johnson. Who is your rookie of the year, Kevin? I really, I'm not going to be too shocked because you, you got a Florida Gator and you got a Falcon at the like one in three odds. So like I, I kind of see where you're going with this already. Wait, wait, who was number three? Anthony. Oh, Anthony yeah. Oh, yeah. So you already know how I'm coming. <laughs> you got Anthony Richardson. You got to pick it between the, the, both of your boys right now. So, so, so look, right. So I want to take Anthony. Hold on. I want to take Anthony Richardson, right? I want to take them. I think they're going to. I think they're going to go crazy with that boy, Anthony Richardson, right? But I also think there's going to be points in time where he's limited because I feel like he's going to be a rushing threat at first. And there's going to be, I've seen him play, like, on the field. Like, I've been on the sideline watching. Like this, watching the nigga, watching the nigga play type shit, right? And I've seen that he does – I just don't like the wide receiver core all the way. I feel like they're not all the way there. I think they might still be losing. And no JT right now. He's on the pup list because no, they're not training him no more. But that's four games at least without him. So I want to take Anthony Richardson. You see me. You I see, see the me. I see the Gator game. You see me. But above this Gator sign, what people can't tell, is a motherfucking Falcons banner. I couldn't so even tell. I'm not going to lie until you just pointed it out. Yeah, man. It's low key. I got it as a tip for one of my favorite players. Cool. Dirty Bird, yeah, that's the Dirty Bird. Uh, that's my favorite Falcon uh, logo. Nigga say he literally kept it for me type shit. I think he was captain because that was just something nice to do. But he was like, yeah, he seen it, and then he was like, oh, I'm gonna get this one for Kate. So I'm gonna have to take my Gators hat off because I'm taking BJ on Robinson because we saw what Arthur Smith did to Tyler Algier last year. Algier last year, he made Cordell Patterson a monster. We saw what he did with Derrick Henry. He got Derrick Henry a 2,000-yard um, season. Like, he likes to run the fucking ball. And how does it go? He likes to run the damn ball. We got we got to get some run the damn ball merch in Falcons colors this year because that's what they're going to be doing this year. 
They got the big, strong motherfucking receivers, tight ends. What's it called? Drake London was like number one in wide receiver on blocking his rookie year. So like, and that's PFF. You feel and me? Kyle Pitts so, is a freak of nature. Kyle Pitts, like, come on now. <laughs> so I think even on um, dude we got from Oakland, Matt Collins or Matt Collins, whatever his name is. And y'all paid the lineman Lynn Storm, who was a top. Top, I think he was the best guard at um, run blocking and one of the best, Bruh. period. Bruh, one of the top five O-linemen in the league. The only reason why you don't say one because you got people like Trent Richardson and uh, Dak Martin in this motherfucker. But, yeah, we going to run the damn ball and B. John Robinson is looking like at a 1,200-yard season. You feel me? 12, I love B. John pick because I am huge on B. John. I'm not even mad that he was the first. People would be hating because Paul used the first-round pick on him. This is a first-round talent. Beating on Robinson out of Texas, he was uh, my favorite running back the year before. And that was in the same – and he didn't – like, he chose, she chose to come back for another year with Texas. And that was the same draft class that had, like, Kenneth Walker, who's currently a dog right now. Like, this man is a, a certified stud. He can – I was going like this when you are talking about wide receivers because he's a wide receiver himself. He can pass catch. Te- like, he can catch the ball – he can run in between tackles, run through you. He's probably faster than you. And so he is the closest thing to I, – I don't want to get too ahead of myself with this AP coming out of college. Like, he's getting similar reports as an AP. And that's why I'm not mad. If you can get an AP-type caliber player in the first round, you fucking pull the trigger and you go get that – you go get that guy. Every time, every time. I'm not I'm not mad at the Bijan pick, but just because of the odds, plus 800, give me Anthony Richardson – I guess one of us is going to hit on the Gator. Just – he doesn't even need to throw the ball well. You didn't – you talked about how you don't believe in the wide receivers. I like Michael Pittman. I think Alec Pierce could have a decent year in his second year. He's a good jump ball kind of guy. He's a good route runner. But if he just has a Justin Fields type year last year, you saw how he captured the fucking nation. He didn't win. Yeah. He got like three or four. They had the first overall pick. They were the worst yeah. team. You did not know that either. Like you, you don't. You didn't. You watched that season, forgetting that they were losing. You just kept seeing like, yo, did Justin Fields. Really every time you see a highlight of Justin Fields, pay attention. Next, every time you see a highlight of Justin Fields, just know they edited out the score box at the bottom. On purpose, because <laughs> they lose it. They were not winning any of these games, and as long as Anthony Richardson, I think he could have a thousand yard rushing year, just because he's just he, he's not ready to throw the ball yet. So just as an athlete and you're running on instinct, he's going to make some big plays on the feet. And I could see him winning rookie of the year by getting like 800 to 1,000 yards rushing. And he doesn't even need to break 2,000 passing yards. He can have 2,000 passing yards and just have a crazy rushing year and everyone's going to fuck with him. And I could – and plus 800, and Bryce Young missed – I think Bryce Young is going to be the quarterback for real, for real. But I could see him missing games. So that's why I'm not betting on him. On the second, the plus 400 odds. And fun fact about Anthony Richardson, he's actually from Gainesville. So, like, that shit is crazy to be from loyal. Gainesville. Boys, yeah, loyal. From Gainesville, go to UF, do what you did as starting as a starting quarterback, and then go on to be the number four pick. Like, there was like, yeah, this is going to be a big deal when he, um, there's going to be a lot of Colts fans out here. So, like, if he comes out here and sweeps the nation, I'd love to see it. And then let's get into the defensive side of things for our defensive boys. AP NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. 
Yeah, Will Anderson as the favorite. Jalen Carter on the Eagles plus 550 in second. Tyree Wilson is plus 1100. Tied with Devin Witherspoon. I'm picking the guy after them plus 1600 odds. The fifth guy, Jack Campbell, the Lions pick in the first round. The linebacker. Um, a lot of people said they over overpaid on him. He could have got him in the second round. Yeah, you probably could have, but similar to the B. John Tate. If you have a guy that you really think is going to be a stud for the next few years, I think Jack Campbell, his IQ is real high. Not the best athlete. He knows how to make tackles. He just reminds me of Luke Keekley. Maybe it's because he's white. Maybe it's because he's a really high IQ player. <laughs> but Jack Campbell, if he's going to be the starting middle linebacker for this team, I can see him putting up 120 tackles battling for most tackles of the year type shit, maybe a few interceptions. And I like Jack Campbell at, at plus 1,600 odds here, Kev. Are you going to go with one of the uh, more high-caliber players like uh, Will Anderson, who's probably is going to be a dog off-rip, or like Jalen Carter, who everyone's saying is arguably the biggest steal in the draft because he fell? Bro, you understand how much research I've done on rookies this summer? Once we drafted Dijon Robinson, I gave him no fucks about nobody else. But I've been hearing about this dude out here in New England. There's a dude named Christian Gonzalez, I think is his name. Yep. Yeah, I've been hearing about dog. I'm not going to say. I don't know, man. We've seen what Bill's been able to do with corners. And they kind of just dropped all. They dropped J.C. Jackson. They dropped Stephon Gilmore. They they've been getting rid of motherfuckers. And I think they said that um, think that the other corner is hurt or something like that. So he might yeah. be getting like number one more time. Yeah, so he's getting more reps, more time, more on um, first team time. Like I don't know, man. Watch you know, out. That's gonna be my pick. That's gonna. Do you be know who's pick. tied with him in odds? Who? Jack Campbell. Nice. Tied <laughs> at the fifth place, plus 1,600 odds. Kev, uh, Kev's going with Christian Gonzalez. I'm going with Jack Campbell. Changed it up on their ass. Cause I don't know. I like, bro. I got to see. A, I haven't even seen this film yet, but a lot of people are speaking highly on him. And I like, I'm not a fan of Bill, but I do know his shit works. And then the last one for the season awards before we're going to Super Bowl picks. And we got to get out of here. We got. The NFL comeback player of the year. So every other thing, the person who was the favorite was still like plus 500, plus 1,000 odds. We go to comeback player of the year, the favorite's minus 350. Yeah. DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin, everyone knows the story. We don't got to get into it, but he's the favorite minus 350. Second is Tua plus 2,000 tied. And Tua, we all know. The the concussion protocol, uh, the poster boy right now, and then you got tied with two with John Mechie the third, who apparently had cancer. Oh wow! And he's coming back to the Texans, wide receiver out of Alabama that was probably wide receiver one before his injury. A similar story to Waddle, and he has similar build to Waddle. So a lot of people really like John Mechie coming back to cancer. Then you got Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson, Brees Hall, Cooper Cup, TJ Watt, Odell Beckham, Matthew Stafford, Jonathan Taylor, Calvin Ridley, Derek Carr, 
Where did Russell Wilson come back from? <laughs> so, so there has been a new standard. You can be comeback player. They haven't won it yet. There hasn't been someone to win it yet that's been asked. Oh, no, my, in the past, there has been players like that. But, like, you, in the recent years, it's been an injury comeback player the year related. But there have been players in the past that have won it by being asked the year before. Geno Smith was in the running for comeback player of the year last year. He wanted to come back play the US. Yeah, I see. So I'm saying, like, it wasn't because he was hurt. It was just, wow. I thought he. I thought he was like on the bench somewhere. So he got a. Start. It was his ass. It was just, now he's come back into a new man. So, so like, I thought. I thought Geno Smith was at least like on the bench. So like that's why I thought it was okay. I didn't. I didn't know. I hope he wasn't starting before he won that. And no, he didn't. Got- but he had a starting job. It's almost like a Baker. If Baker. Baker's on the odds here also. Like, if Baker goes out and balls out, he can win comeback player of the year as well. Same with Russell Wilson. But then you have the injury stories like DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin is the favorite. Minus 350. Like, that's the only per- only person on the wards that has a negative number next to him. Yeah, I mean, that's probably like – I mean, I I will say this. I can't speak too much on the comeback player of the year because, like, I'm not really paying attention to that shit like that. But the Karaz comeback player of the year I've ever seen was Eric Berry. When Eric Berry he came had cancer, back, like John Mechie. Yeah, Eric Berry came back from cancer and shit like that. Because I thought it, I thought AP was gonna win comeback player of the year. They said, "Fuck it, just give me MVP. <laughs> give me MVP." I want. Sorry, Payton. Yeah, sorry, Payton. I think Payton got comeback player of the year or something like that. that year. They they yeah. flipped. But um, comeback player of the year is a pretty um serious award to me because it's like cool, like you really came back from something. So. I'm going to have to give this to Tua Tagovailoa. You motherfucker. Because this was, this was real shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't mean to steal your pick. but like, if, And it's also the fact that he's not just working on coming back to the season stronger. He's, being, he's, he's just doing different stuff. So he's learning how to fall. He's just maneuvering stuff. So like you said, he's going to be the poster child for um, the new concussion protocols and how the quarterbacks can stay safe. And continue to play play a whole season type shit, but now that I stole your thunder, how you feel? So I'm not too mad because right now, like I said, he's second at plus two thousand. When I took this bet, it was like a month ago, and it was at plus two thousand five hundred, and he was like fourth in the odds. So I kind of I'm not too I, I'm happy you were on the same page, and I'm happy I got it at odds before it, the curve moved or whatever. Mm. But you think they're really gonna give it to Demar Hamlin? Because like, I think they already first? have. I think they already have the presentation ready. Yeah, but is he even Demar Hamlin's not good. People are forgetting that Demar Hamlin. I mean, he was a decent player, but he wasn't like he he wasn't Jordan Poyer. He wasn't like he. Oh, he doesn't start, does he? No, like so. I, oh. I so he probably he's going on to he's still young, so he we'll see what happens. But I just – they probably have a presentation ready, and they I, I all salute to him because he was literally almost dead on the field. So, like, not disrespecting him. But I just think the starters should have – like, he there should be no reason he's that big of a favorite because two is going to start if he plays a full season. John Mechie came back from cancer, similar to Eric Berry's story. Lamar Jackson could have MVP, MVP season. If he doesn't win MVP, you could see him winning comeback player of the year. And then, like, Russell Wilson, who knows with Sean Payton, Cooper Cup, T.J. Watt. Like, what if T.J. Watt doesn't win defensive player of the year, but they give him comeback player of the year? Like, they're 
Oh, there's some good. I feel like there's good value out there right now. Mm. And I'll take. I guess I'll take T.J. Watt. Nice, that's a good pick. I take and at the odds, T.J. Watt's plus five thousand. Give me if just in case Mika Parson wins Defensive Player of the Year. Maybe T.J. Watt gets the Pity Award and he gets the Comeback Player of the Year because he has a, a like a nineteen eighteen sack season type shit. Yeah, I'm watching I'm I'm watching the NFL sixty minutes of just insane throws and this shit is exactly that. This shit is insane. <laughs> all right, but before it's our it's getting kinda late, so we gotta get out of here. Before we head out, Kev, we gave our awards. Let's give out our Super Bowl picks. Do you wanna give out two teams, one for the AFC, one for the NFC, who we expect to play in the Super Bowl, or just who do we think is gonna win the whole shebang? Uh let's do um two teams. All right, two teams. Uh, let's just separate them to uh, the, the uh, conferences. What's your NFC pick? Uh, so the NFC is pretty um pretty wide open. You still got you got teams like the Vikings might make something shake. You know, we never know what they could do. Um, the Eagles, the Cowboys. Like there's some teams that can really make some noise. Well, the NFC North. The Lions are one of the bigger favorites. The Seahawks, the Vikings, the, the and, Broncos, not Broncos, the um Giants. Yeah. Titans. I, not Titans, fucking um Yeah. I, I stick to the teams I said. Like, uh, yeah. I'm talking about, top heavy. Very top heavy. Yeah, you feel me? So it's a little wide open. A, a safe pick would be the Eagles. But I'm gonna take the 49ers this year. I think Brock Purdy. They were a Brock Purdy. They were just a quarterback away from the Super Bowl this year. Kyle Shanahan like lives in the NFC Conference Championships. He's not. They don't really fear too many people in the playoffs. They have great seasons and they adapt well. And now they got that running game all the way put together with the best yeah. quarterback he's ever had for a season. Yeah, so as long as everybody stays, even if they, and now I want to say as long as everybody stays healthy, but like he's just known for being able to make things happen. I'm really high on Debo Samuel and Brandon IE. And there's a chance that Brock Purdy is the fucking man, is the man, but he doesn't even have to be. He just needs to manage the game. So I'm going to take the 49ers for my NFC pick. I'm co signing that. That's my pick for the NFC. And if you if y'all remember, one of the bets I had for my prop bets was my long shots was NFC West team versus AFC East team. And it's because I think it's going to be 49ers. It runs through them. And that defense is, it's the same team every fucking year, but this is by far like, yeah, maybe Brock Purdy's not Jimmy G, but I, I think he is. And I think he might be even better. And I think that CMC is the best running back Shanahan's has ever had. So I co-signed that AFC time. Oh, yeah, but one more thing. I'm quite high on this on the 49ers defense as well. Because losing D'Amico Ryans is a pretty big fucking deal. But if this defense, this defense is still the same team put together. So if they can just continue that mindset of next man up type vibe, I think the boys will be straight. They got Hassan Reddick, I believe. Uh they have Hassan Reddick. I'm sorry. They they picked up somebody to join uh, uh I was about to say, what? Let me see, but um, let's go into AFC now. I'll, I'll go first with my AFC pick. Everyone wants to hear me say Dolphins, and I do believe Dolphins, if two is healthy, 
is going to be the team. But I'm going to take into account that he may get hurt. And hopefully, I think it might be towards the end of the season when all the, the – he's a smaller. He could – we might not see him for a full season. I'm going to take the Jets. Oh. I hate wow. the Jets, but what is the trend that's going on? Wow. The Rams. The Rams went out, and I told you they traded for Stafford. Oh, they're going to the Super Bowl. They have the defense. They have the weapons. The Bucks. They got Brady. They had the defense. They had the weapons. The Jets. They have the defense and they have the weapons. Dalvin Cook is added too. They're putting all their chips in. I'm not gonna fight the trend. I hate this fucking team. I love Aaron Rodgers and I love Sauce Garner. I, I loved him at Cincinnati. I was a big Cincinnati Bearcat fan when they were at the run. I like uh, Brees Hall, the dog. So like, I think the Jets are gonna be the team to beat. They're like, where, what weakness do they have? And I just don't see one. People want to keep pointing out the O line, but Aaron Rodgers is known for his quick release and. Garrett Wilson's known for his quick – he can run routes just like Devontae Adams real quick. I think I think everything's going to work out fine. Dalvin Cook, Reese Hall, like, yeah. Well, I'm not going to – I'm not going to, like, call you, like, Benedict Arnold or anything, but I was like, whew, I was not expecting – You know how much it takes for me to sit up here and say that? Like – Me personally, I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it, – it, that's how much I think this team is legit. If I'm up here talking about the Jets are going to the Super Bowl, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was hoping the Jets had a good season. Now, now I'm hoping they be shitty so that way I could like talk shit later. Like, damn, but you picked. And the person that joined the 49ers was Javon Hargreave. Nice, but I got for my for my own AFC pick. I was really thinking he was going to pick the Dolphins, so I wasn't even thought Dolphins were off-limits type shit. I was like, I ain't going to do it. But you already know who I have at MVP. You know who you know what you know. Um, oh, yeah, and one of my possible picks for um, Coach of the Year was Zach Taylor as well. He was, like, number three. But you know who I have for MVP. You know what offense I believe in. You know who I think has the most confidence in the league. And you know who I think is going to win this motherfucking Super Bowl? I want to be mad. Mr. Joe Beasy and the Cincinnati Bengals. Shout out my dog, Will. Because, boy, I just think this team, like, for example, we picked up Jesse Bates from them. And I'm, and they got rid of Eli Apple. I think this is the team that they got rid of. They got rid of a lot of mistakes, like people that make a lot of mistakes. And I think that's the little thing that's happened every year. They just made that one mistake that they couldn't have. They couldn't in the Super Bowl. They couldn't hold the line for um Joe Burrow to throw it up to um Jamar Chase and win the fucking game. They just held it for like a split a second. Uh, if football is a game of sec, a game of second, so a half a second could have changed the entire course of their career. So I'm giving it to the Cincinnati Bengals. They lost that tough one to Pat Mahomes. This year, the mayor is going to shut the know his role and shut his damn mouth. And the Bengals are going to do the damn thing. I'm not mad at the Bengals pick. I feel like they're a team that everyone really likes to root for, the people's pick kind of thing. They Joe Mixon won his court case. He'll be back. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. The They went out and got Orlando Brown. They went out and got um, 
I think Donovan Smith. They still got uh, Alex Kappa, Jonah Hill. The defense still got Sam Hubbard, who made that 98 fucking yard touchdown in the playoffs to beat the Raven. And the game down was lost. Trey Henderson is one of the top top tier defensive linemen. He's one of those guys that also have a breakout year because he was up there in QB pressures as well. He had the sacks. He's just one of the better defensive linemen there is. Like this team is very intact of the previous two years. Yes, they got rid of two players, but two players that could easily be replaced. Hell yeah. I think it'll be an interesting season. We got. I'm gonna hold you to it. We got. We had all our picks. I, at this point, we did everything we could do for the preseason. Not, uh, we're not preseason games, but just prior to the season starts. We'll catch everybody for the NFL kickoff September 7th, and we'll catch up for the beginning of week one. We'll make all our picks as usual. This has been Totally Blitz Podcast. We made all our uh, NFL award picks and our Super Bowl picks. I'm Paul Pickawinham Concha, joined with Kevin, Waterboy Boy. If y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know, motherfuckers. <laughs>